squared by Silvio P. That's me and E. Marquez. And we do phenomenal ethics. What's up, y'all? Yes, it is once again your boys, PE Square Phenomenal Epics, but this time it's on another level. We're at Iwan Reese. Oh. Iwan Reese? Iwan Reese. How's it? Iwan Reese Smoke Reese? Lounge in Chicago, Illinois. And today's special, even though it's like 30 to 30 below zero outside. Even though it's um, snowy, but we have the man, the myth, the legend, Silvio, in the flesh. What's up, bro? You got out of the bunker. How did that happen? Now, tell me how, tell me how does that occur that you get out of, of like, in this random day? That you just come out and just say, you know what? I'm going to go out. How does that happen, bro? You know, first of all, what's up, bro? I mean, this was the worst night to pick. And uh, between yesterday and tonight, you were like, let's go out. I'm like, nah, man, I'm staying home. (laughs) Now, just for context, calling it the bunker is one thing. But I like to stay at home. I'm a homebody. I'm cool with that. But I'm all the way out in the suburbs, and this fool wants me to come all the way down to the city. And then all of a sudden, on the night that I go find, I'll come out. It's 8 below. It's about to be 25 below. And with the wind chill, it's going to feel even colder. But... In all honesty, it's good to see you. I'm glad we were out. I'm glad it's nice to see you, man. It's always good to see you. It's always good to see you, bro. You came in today with some neon hat and uh, gloves, which, by the way, will be on the next illustration. Yeah. Because uh, it has to be seen in cartoon form. Because you had hair, and then you lost hair, and then you got a neon hat in cartoon form all in, like, three months. So, you know, that's just... um, Something that occurs uh, in the podcast world, right? So, but I do want to say it is it is extra special because we got a we got a guest, man, Uh-oh. a fantastic guest, my guy, my brother from another mother. Um, after this break, we're gonna tell you some more about him. But listen to the tunes, and we'll be right back. We're back Now We're here sitting down With some beautiful people Some amazing people But the guest of the hour is Luisito bro 
Tell me about yourself. First of all, let me let me get you a little introduction. Let me get you a little introduction. I met you. I met you about three, four months ago. Let's say three months ago, and we just hit it off. Our guy, our buddy JP. JP's in the building. Uh, he introduced us, and I told Silvio we gotta have this guy on. He's he's significant. He's significant. Not only is he Puerto Rican. But Silvio, Silvio, uh, he's got a thing against Puerto Ricans, but he married one. Let me right. tell you that. Oh. But, you know, but, um, you know, Silvio is, uh, he's, he's from Mexican descent from the suburbs. So I don't know how much that counts. But anyway, uh, Louis, welcome aboard, bro. What's going on? How are you, man? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me, man. Um, I'm good, you know. Um, my name is Louis. Um Cito Santiago. I mean, maybe some of you guys have seen me or heard of me before. Um, I was a professional fighter here in Chicago. Um, I fought uh, multiple times at the UIC Pavilion, Horseshoe, Horseshoe Pavilion, Horseshoe uh, Casino. Um, I'm good, man. You know, um, you know, just running my businesses and uh, pushing forward, man. That's it. So what do you what do you do, bro? So what is it that you said your business is? What is it exactly that? Not exactly. Don't into don't get into detail because we do try to entertain, you know. At the same time, inform. But what is it that you do? Um, overall, what is it that you do? Uh, in a general aspect. Let me jump in real quick, too. Uh, sure, so, Sylvia, why don't you just go right, ahead and blur your statement? Why don't step on your question? Yeah, uh, we don't like your question. So we want to make sure that, you you know, you feel at home, and we want you to, you know, this is your environment. So where can we find out more about you? So like you said, you were a boxer and, and also with East Question. So in, in terms of your comfort zone, you tell us what you want to tell us about you, and if there's something out there where people can find you or if you want people to find you, uh, YouTube or things of that nature, throw it out there, okay? We, you know, not just in the sense of promoting you, but we want to know about you. That's why we wanted to interview you. And, uh, and so from my suburban perspective, where you at, man? What's up? Well, um, I was born and raised here in uh, downtown Chicago, Illinois. Um, I was a professional fighter um, for about seven years. Um, my career went well. Um, I retired undefeated. 7-0, never lost a fight, um, decided to kind of change my career perspective and decided to start a business. I started a business, um, Bad Tub and Tower Refinishing, um, my business name is Budget Refinishers, um, Inc., um, very successful business, um, thank God. Um, Where's it at? You got a, you got a website? We're, yeah, budgetrefinishers.com, you can look us up, um, we've got a great website, um, about a bunch of before, uh, before and after photos of what exactly what we is, of what exactly we do. Um, other than that, um, I've also started a second business. Um, I'm a multifamily apartment building investor. Um, Cito Properties LLC is the name of my second business, and um, I've been just out here in Chicago, man, just trying to kill the Chicago apartment game. You know, uh, trying to grow my portfolio and, uh, you know, trying to be the next millionaire, billionaire Latino. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. That's what I like to hear, bro. Um, at the same time, though, you know, what what it brings me up to, you say, because you're Puerto Rican and I'm Puerto Rican. Um, from what I from what I've encountered and we've had conversations 
Does it feel like when you do your thing, like you get the success and you grow and you do this and that, do you feel like family members judge you or bring you down or try to like make it seem like, oh, now you're just too good for us? What you know? What's so? How do you? Is that happened to you or how do you feel about that? It has happened to me, you know. Um, it's it's a definite thing, you know. You know, um, once you start doing good for yourself, you know, and you start climbing that ladder, you know, you wouldn't expect it, but you know, your closest people to you, which is your family, you know, they they can't really understand where you're going, how you're going about it, and what you're doing. Absolutely, you know, they start resenting you, they start talking shit behind your back, you know, and, and um, for the most part, yes, I have created, I, I guess your question is, have I created enemies within my own family? Yes, I have. Um, but for the most part, you know, um, I, 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 I've always knew it came with the game and you know, I still love every one of my family members. If, you, if you're listening to this, you know, hey, I love you. <laughs> But, you know, um, hope so. I'm, I'm hope on so. a different path, you know, um, and, you know, everybody can't go, you know, everybody can't go. And, and eventually, hopefully I get to a place where I can hopefully eventually encourage my family, encourage my people to understand exactly what it is I've been trying to do, you know, which is teach financial freedom. What's your what's your passion with that? Let me let me interrupt you there to say. Is it, is it one of those moments where you, where you have to, in terms of being a Latino, or, or do you think it's a family uh, issue? Not to go too deep into that. What I mean is, in today's society, you know what I mean? If you, if you look at, I look at it this way. There are people who are, are, are famous or who are per TV personalities. It's called TV personalities, right? They become TV famous. But in your case, you're, you're athletically gifted. You were athletically famous. So do you think that that happened as you're describing it? Was was it a Chicago thing? So for, for context, here's my here's my thought process, right? Not everybody outside of Chicago has a Puerto Rican, uh, Mexican thing. That's kind of a Chicagoism. And that's not even completely true, sure, right? Sure. Not every Latino here doesn't get along. It doesn't be like, oh, you're Puerto Rican, I'm Mexican, we don't talk. Just sometimes that can happen, right? Between Dominicans it happens, between Cubans it can happen, Haitians. Absolutely. You know, it, it always this vibe, right? But in terms of family... Uh, do you feel like family was important? And if it, if it is important to you, uh, like you said, if they're listening, what's your growth from there? Like, what do you want to do as you move forward? Well, what I, what I want to do is I just want to become more successful. So that way, you know, all the naysayers and family members that, you know, I don't, I don't want to say they doubted me, but probably had a... A, a misconception of where I was going, you know, in a negative way. I want, I want to, I want to bring to them and show them that, you know, that that wasn't what I was trying to do. You know, what I was trying to do was was show you something different from the Latino culture. You know what I mean? Even, even the black culture. You know, um, uh, something that a lot of our own people. I, I wanted to educate our people on something that that, that they really didn't know about. You know, and um, I, f I found my way through owning my own business, learning everything I needed to learn about that, you know, getting financially educated and, and then eventually moving into the uh, multifamily space and realizing how incredible multifamily apartment building investing is and how I can create passive income, you know. 
It's pretty cool, bro. That's pretty. No, that's pretty interesting because I'll tell you this though. Uh, growing up in the hood, like I grew up in Humboldt Park. Um, Silvio grew up out in the outskirts and like uh, where you they make money and shit. But um, you know, we we never knew none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, like we thought the money side. Right we thought we, we thought we thought the NBA or Major League Baseball or you know what you're sure supposed thing. to be where you're at. Know your lane. You're Latino. Stay there. And you're from Humboldt Park. That's it. There's, there's nothing else comes to it. But we're sitting here talking in a beautiful venue and with great people. And your networking skills are phenomenal. At Thank the same you. time, what has this culture, what has this environment helped? How has this environment helped you do your thing? Oh, man. The cigar shop, I mean, it has helped me tremendously. You know, I, I have networked with so many savvy business owners savvy business people I mean I, I, I can go on and on and on and on you know what I mean about that but you know the cigar shop has been my safe haven you know um, before I was coming here you know I would I would do like every other Latino would do every other you know uh, you know color person would do you know go to the bars go to the clubs you know you know jag off money do this you know hang with who I should have been hanging with you know and then until I realized Hey, this shit ain't getting me nowhere. You know what I right. mean? I'm, I'm I'm basically following the same footsteps that you know my people were following, and 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 they are nowhere. Right. You know right, what right. I mean? So yeah, yeah. You know, I, I had to find something different. You know, and, and and thank God that I did. And um, the cigar shop has been great to me, man. You know, I, I've I've created so many connections here. It's it's unbelievable. You know, and and I mean. It's pretty much all I can say about the cigar shop. I mean, anybody that hasn't been to a cigar shop, definitely come to a cigar shop, and you definitely need to network, definitely to do something different. Now, see, now right there, that's where I want to jump in. So let's take a quick break. Uh, we're going to move right here with this, with this beautiful transition. We're going to come back and talk a little more cigar shop. All right, all right, we're back. So here's here's my thing about cigar shops and smoke. You got to tell the folks which one's yours. What's the smoke of the smokes? Do you have a go-to? Now, if you go to a, let me give you a little background for me. Right, I like trying good cigars, but I don't know the difference between you telling me that this cigar is that and this cigar got rated this way. And so I like a cigar if I like it. I don't have a go-to. If it smokes, it smokes good. If it don't smoke good, it don't smoke good. Now, I, I, I'll put it with a beer or some... some. I, I'm a tequila guy, right? So I got to have my tequila. Hey, And I got to have my tequila. I got to have... Uh, but, but bourbon or whiskeys, those are always good. Uh, they don't have to pair that way. I miss. Uh, we used to pair them with cognac back in the day. Um, we'd be putting up the snifter, bro, man. Bro, it was, it was a thing. Hey, man, I can't, I can't, I can't help. Let me reminisce. Forget y'all. I'm gonna start talking about my own shit. No, but uh, where, where is it that you see uh, is smoke? Like, like, what brought you to smoking cigars? Were you always a cigar smoker? Do you like cigars only, or you know, how's that going? 
So I was I was not a cigar smoker. I was not a cigarette smoker. I was I was none of them things. You know, I was an athlete. You know, um, uh, what brought me to cigar smoking was the hunger within me to find different people or to find the network that I needed to get me to that next level. And my girlfriend Angela, you know, we we, we shout out, shout out, shout out. Yeah, we would always we would always go to the bars and clubs and shit in Old Town, you know, and we would always pass the cigar shop up, you know. Um, if you guys don't don't mind, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out the, the cigar shop. Absolutely. Um, we up would down. always go to Up Down. Yeah, yeah. And we would always pass Up Down. I'm sorry. And I would tell Angela, you know what, Angela? I'm sick of these bars. I'm sick of these clubs. Like one day I'm gonna go inside this cigar shop. I'm going to find somebody that's going to help me take my multi-family apartment building business to the next level. Yeah. And, and that's basically how I got started in cigars. You know, other than that, I was never a drinker, never a smoker, anything like that. You know, um, I was super disciplined and I, I really wanted to become a world champion. Yeah, you you uh you even went through veganism or vegetarian or you were like a vegan for like five years or something? Yeah, I was. I was a vegan for five years. Um, no meat, no dairy, no no eggs, no nothing. Damn. You know, um, it was it was and Latino, bro. That's a unicorn, bro. I would, I would go to my grandma. You a unicorn, bro. You know, because I, I didn't want to I didn't want to eat her arroco candula. You know what I'm saying? With beef you know. And uh, she'd be like, "Qué te pasa?" You know, and I'd yeah. be like, "You know, hey, grandma, you know, I'm doing this, you know, and you know." And she understood, you know, I was an athlete at the time, so she understood, and um, it was great. It was great, you know. Um, not to sh not to shame on veganism or anything like that, or plant based, if you want to call it. You know, um, it was great. I felt great. I looked great. You know, I still look great. You know. Um, um, but eventually, you know, I, I, I kind of, I, I left that lifestyle alone and, um, I started eating meat again and, you know. You're welcome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> welcome back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear, like, oh, we've been going at this, we've been talking to you for about a half hour now and, um, to just get your perspective and just to see your mannerisms on that. And Silvio, this is why we got to do more live shows or more shows together because the mannerisms, the way we speak, the way we talk shows about a person, especially a Latino or black person, because what it is, is, yeah, we're telling you things, but we're also showing you who we are, like literally, physically. And to hear what you're saying is pretty impressive. Like it is, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, in the next, uh, let's just go for a year. What do you want for yourself? What do you see for yourself? Now, not to get too much detail, but let's go a year. And what do you see 2021 for Luisito Santiago? Well, what I see in this next year, 2021, I'm, 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 I'm really looking forward to it. You know, first of all, 2020 was was horrible for all of us. Um, but I, I I really see a, a light at the end of the tunnel. 2021, um, you know, I'm, I'm going for it all. You know, um, I hope to close on three to five more uh, apartment buildings this year. Um, and I, I, I hope to grow my, my partnership um, as far as uh, my syndication business. Um, and, you know, get more... 
get more familiar with the multifamily space, you know. Um, yeah, that, that's basically what my focus is on 100%, man. You know, just just like if I was training for 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 a fight, you know. Um, I'm, I'm training for a fight to, to gain... Two, three, or four, five more apartment buildings, man. Literally. There you go. So let let me let me uh, let's transition with that for a little bit. Let's get a little little off topic, but just about in the same range. You're an athlete. You have an athletic mind, and uh, kudos you. to you for the vegan. I was thinking about veganism for a little bit. You, you know, it. so I did. No, no, here. Let me let me tell you my idea of veganism. You know, a nice big old juicy steak, but a lot of salad. No, Does that count? No, no, no. Damn, no. no. all right, man. No, I'm no, just saying. You're, you're way off. Uh, way off? Way off. I mean, spinach? Like a lot of it's, spinach. It's good. Like a lot it's of spinach. Good. Yeah, no? a lot of spinach, a lot of broccoli. Okay. Yeah. So I did it I did it halfway right. Bro- broccoli would be in place of the steak. All right, damn. All right, so I tried, though. Broccoli. I tried. But all right, so kale, let's... a lot of kale. Well, I was kale, yeah. man. Yeah. Right, we can we can do more. Uh, we'll have to have you come back and going down that path. I was, yeah, uh, absolutely, man. I was, I was, I, was quite, I was quite into the vegan idea, but unfortunately, sure. I can't get away from the, the protein products. But we'll get, we'll get there, right? But let's, let's, let's transition real quick to this idea. As an athlete, What's your sport other than boxing? What's what? What are you into? We got so again lay, laying out a little bit of context for those people listening. Super Bowl will be this weekend, uh, you know those kinds of things. But what's your other go-to? What, what do you do? You like watching sports, or do you just like to play sports and do do the activity? The only sport I ever liked was boxing. Okay, you know, I, it's the only sport I. Well, I don't want to say you play boxing because you never play boxing. Right. You know, um, you can't play at boxing. No, you can't play boxing. <laughs> for the most part, you know that. Would hey, well, hold on a second. Let me interrupt. Did you ever? Did you ever? Uh, did you grow up doing uh, slap boxing or uh, or uh, oh, well, yeah. I, back in? The, I'm, a, I'm, oh, an old, yeah. I'm an old cat, so we used to call it, you know shadow boxing, but it was mainly slap boxing. Oh yeah, we slapped the shit out of each other. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, I did do that, and and I would always win, and my friends would be mad at yeah, me. Yeah, you're one of those. I'm looking at you right yeah. now, like man, you be yeah. smacking the shit out of me. I'm yeah, like, damn. I always smack the shit out of my friends, oh. but. Yeah, it's because I had an advantage. You know, right, right. I trained since I was eight years old. Mm. You know, I, Bro, I, I don't smack me. You know, <laughs> not very friend. I would don't never. Smack me, I would never. I would never. But so you yeah. couldn't play. You were one of these guys. That, this is my favorite part. I used to I used to pretend to want to box, yeah. Uh, but I never trained, right? But I used right. to like boxing. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a fan of uh, you know. Uh, Everyone thinks they're boxing when they watch a couple of fights. No, no, no. See, that's the thing. I, I didn't think I was a boxer. I just liked boxing. Okay, right. Okay. Right. Well, I didn't watch that one, but uh, if you can hear it in the background, Conseco was up, and, and they, there's uh, that's a topic. But when I was growing up, what I liked about boxing, now even though I I, I started out actually in Logan Square, my nice. family was up in Logan Square. Uh, but I was at uh, city schools for a while, and unfortunately, as life might have been, you, you still had a scrap here and there. And, and for whatever reason, I'd end up finding somebody who would want to try to fight me. And so I, I did fighting, but it wasn't like street fighting. You know, we're talking like as kids. And, and I didn't really run with the wrong crowd, so I didn't really have to worry about being in, in those heavy moments. Uh, but, you know, I liked boxing. I like getting into, you know, as we call it, uh, chingarazos. You know, if you, you saw a couple putazos, <laughs> couple putazos here and there, you know, it is what it is. But uh, as a matter of fact, there's someone in the room who could probably, you know, let's not ask him if he's ever seen me doing that. But I've, uh, I, I've, I've done, I, he's, probably, he's probably seen a couple of moments too. But I do some things that, that you know, I, I didn't, it's not that I wanted to get into those issues. You sound like you trained and you were into those, those good issues. I was into some moments where it was just kind of dumb issues. But anyway, it's, it's not, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, for the most part, it was probably luck. But uh, the point being, the Super Bowl being around, and as a, as an athlete, what? Let's stick to boxing then. Who is? Who do we need to know about? In your opinion, who's either underrated or overrated? Who was the? Who was the man? Who was the man? Today, today and before um, too. What's your thing? 
today, today, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna comment on today. Um, today, I, w- I would say Diafimo Lopez. Um, you know, he, he's, yeah, I'm a Diafimo man. He's up and coming Latino, young, young, hungry lion. He's a lion. You know what I mean? Um, I don't see anyone beating him in the lightweight division right now. Um, and that kid is a beast. You know, he has done something that hasn't been done in many, many years. And um, I commend him for that, and um, I really like that kid, and I and I and I know he's going to be a legend for sure. Yeah, nice. he's he's chasing greatness, and that's exactly what he's going to get. How about Belanga? Belanga is that kid from New York. How about him though? He's uh, pretty good. Oh, that guy's a beast. Yeah, Belanga too. You know, um, um, you know, I, I haven't really seen too much of Belanga yet. You know, but uh, I have seen some 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 clips of him. Um, he. He is definitely he is definitely a contender for sure right now. Okay. Did you take on anybody? Or did, you, did you spar with anybody? Anybody you could talk um, about kind of a bigger name, that kind of thing? Where, where you were proud of how you did it or something? I actually have. You know, I was in training camp with. Um, he was a three-time world champion out of St. Louis. I was in the training camp, um, and I held my own. Um, Devon Alexander. Um, uh, I also trained. Well, he was my gym mate, um, Adrian Ganados. Um, a lot of people here in Chicago, Chicago guy, yeah, definitely know Adrian Ganados. Um, he has fought all the top welterweights in Chicago, and I'm very proud of him. And um, you know, me and him were sparring partners for many, many years, and um, we helped each other's career get to where they got to. And uh, I'm very proud of that guy. And I would definitely say. You know, it was an honor to to train alongside Adrian Ganados. Nice. 100. So, so we're gonna go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me end on this one real quick. If there's one proud moment, one you had to pick one. Now it doesn't have to be in the ring, but it could be. Now, what was your best, your favorite knockout? Like one where you were like, you you wanted to dance over this guy, where you were like, man, I got knock you the fuck out. That would have been my first pro fight, man. It was it was epic, you know. Um, yeah, it was. It was oh, phenomenal, it was, epic. Yeah, you're it was welcome, epic, man. It was my whole family was there, you know. Uh, Four thousand people in the UIC Pavilion. Nice, you nice. Know, um, we had postcards of me, everybody. You know, it it was it was crazy, man. You know, my my name was showing up on the banner. You know, it was it was the dream come true, you know, for me and. Um, I stopped the guy in the first round. You know, uh, it was it was it was it was a dream. Felt good, felt it good, was, huh? It was it was the best feeling I ever had in my life. Seriously, man. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let you guys take some tunes in, but we're gonna come back and we're gonna take Louis out of his comfort zone. <laughs> I got a couple things for him that um, he's gonna be like, oh, what what are you asking? So. Um, well, uh, enjoy these tunes and uh, we'll be back. Ella es buena, pero le gustan los malos. Si te soy sincero, yo por ella jalo. Me tiro diciéndome que la dejaron. Es otra más que con su corazón jugaron. Ese bandido que le hizo, dígame por qué llora. Confiéseme para darle piso y enterrarlo ahora. Que yo la puedo defender a usted si me colabora. Le voy a dejar saber a ese man que ya no está sola. Ese bandido que le hizo, dígame por qué llora. we're back. PE Square Phenomenal Epics. Yes, it's us. Now, Louis, you keep on saying beautiful things and, uh, 
you're lifting our spirits because you're giving us this motivational, like, I just want to smoke more cigars with you. You know what I mean? So, let me ask you this. Someone saves your life. Someone pulls you from the water from drowning. Someone grabs you and gives you CPR when you have a heart attack on the street. Somebody gives you a tourniquet while your artery in your leg is exploding and your blood is coming out. And they save your life, bro. What is their tip? Mm. (laughs) Do you give them a tip? Like, what is your tip, bro? When you save somebody's life... What is the tip? Do you give them a tip? I don't, I don't know. Like, so for me, for example, for me, I was drowning one time and my boy saved me. So I feel like I, I owe him. Now, what, what is the tip? Well, I w- I'm going to say what my coach told me when I, when I was first walking out to my first professional boxing match. I was scared to death. You know, I was scared to death. You know, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, all my people were there. Like, I, I kind of felt like what you were saying. You know, I was drowning, you know. Um, and he absolutely uplifted my spirits. You know, he said, Louie, we've trained for this. You know what you need to do. When you get out there, you perform. You perform like you perform in the gym. You know, you've done all these. You put all these hours in the gym. You put all these months in the gym. You've cut weight. I mean, get out there and make this motherfucker pay, you know, and um, that's basically basically what I would have to say to anybody that's facing anything, you know, that they feel is going to conquer them or they feel is going to, you know, diminish them, you know what I mean? Um, Rather it be whatever kind of sickness or whatever kind of illness or whatever kind of injury, you know, I would say come at it with everything you got. Well, my favorite. What is your tip? Well, yeah, what, let, me, let me take you there. Here, let me lay this out for you. Ready? The funny thing is, as we talked about this, and, and we had a podcast where you had mentioned it, I never heard that story. It made me laugh, right? Now, in, in the context of the story, what made me laugh is obviously he lived through it so we can laugh about it, and he was laughing about it, so it made he me laugh. He did drown, yeah. Right, right. He was, he was about to drown. <laughs> I, he did. That's now, here's, story. He, here's, the, here's the messed up part of the story. He found himself caught up to the point where he was in, in, a, in Lake Michigan, technically, but he was in a lake environment where he, he whether alcohol-induced or otherwise, but he had found himself in a point where... He he was a good swimmer. He fought, you know, he all those kinds of things. So he didn't overestimate his ability, whether it was alcohol induced or whatever. But he found himself under like a, a he was pinned under in an area where he all of a sudden started looking up. He's like, oh man, I I think this is it. And somebody saves his life. And actually, giving the giving his boy props. His name is Jimmy. He saves his life. So Jimmy, right? You got to give Jimmy his props. But the the thing that brought us to this to this question was. What do you do? I mean, for the rest of your life, are you looking at this dude all the time? Like, hey, man, we're out tonight. Uh, if you want something to drink or if you want something to eat, I got you. Or do you show up at his house? You know, will you show up at his house on every weekend? Like, here's some flowers. You know, I mean, what do you send him? An edible arrangements? Now, again, within right, you know, within within your price range, what can you do? Like, do you buy him his own new house? I mean, you're in. You know, back in the day. Back in the day, when you think about it, you owe somebody your life. So how do sure. you pay that back? Is it, so that's where we sure. that's where we were at, and that's the funny part about it. No, sure thing, sure thing. No, I, I, I get the question. You know, um, in, in that kind of situation, man, I would say, 
the best thing you can do, I would say, is be the most authentic. Wow. The most authentic friend you can be. That's that amazing. That's incredible, perform, bro. And perform to your utmost level. You know what I mean? Just be a good man to him and to everything you do moving forward. You know, especially if he saved your life. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? He gave he gave you he gave you a second chance. You know what I mean? And you know, you know, back to the boxing story. You know what I mean? That's what I mm-hmm. felt like my trainer did for me when I was walking out of that out of that out of that locker room. You know what I mean? I, I felt like I was I was drowning. You know, I felt yeah, like yeah. I didn't know. What, you know, like like I forgot everything that I trained for. You know, but he bring me back to where I needed to be. And for that, I will forever be grateful for my coach. He will be the greatest man that I've ever met Appreciate in my life. That, man. And, Appreciate you know, that, man. Appreciate that. I just couldn't say any more than that, man. You know, like, I, I mean, I, 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 would owe, I would owe everything to my coach as far as, as far as in that type of situation. Louis, Louis, you know, you, know, you know how great you're making me feel right now? Like, I'm looking at my phone, making sure my wife doesn't call me to come pick me up because... <laughs> I enjoy this like I am. I'm enjoying. I'm told. I'm, I'm. This is amazing. Now, you still haven't. I mean, you still haven't said what is the tip. Like, I mean, you gave him what? Do you give him twenty dollars every time you see him? <laughs> you, you, well, I don't. I don't want to say that. You know, you don't give him twenty dollars every see him because I mean, you'd be broke then. You know what I mean? But for the most part, I, I, I guess the tip would be is. Is is to never let that man fall beneath where you know he stands. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, okay. I got two things. I got two more things for you before we end the show. But I want I want to make sure I get these in. I'm sorry I cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, but you're good. So we're here, and 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 the reason why we're here is. Because of you, uh, you have brought so many people in Taiwan Reese, including me. <laughs> so, um, and then Sylvia I would. I need a commission. <laughs> <laughs> so Sylvia will be coming on. Um, but the thing is, the culture. I want to say this soon. I want to say this because the culture of drinking, the culture of smoking cigars I mean your opinion your opinion on 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 that like overall because every time somebody sees like like you know we praise and we give credit to those who say I've been sober for three years I've been sober for 25 years I've been sober for 15 years sure but the culture of drinking in your opinion what is the drinking culture to you? To me, the, the drinking culture would be based upon who you're drinking with. You know what I mean? Um, you, as a person that's around liquor or whatnot, you would absolutely realize and know if you're around an alcoholic or if you're around a casual drinker. You know, a, a drinker that just comes out to release stress, you know, to have a good time, to forget about what he was doing throughout the week, you know, um, that, that would be, that would be my, my ideal culture to hang around as far as 
when I decide to come out and have a drink. You know, um, I'm, I'm not with the alcoholic shit. I'm not with the addiction shit whatsoever. You know what I mean? I was a professional athlete at one point, and I will always keep my principles as a professional athlete and try to take care of my body as best I can, you know, while having drinks and even smoking cigars. You know, um, to me, cigar, uh, on another note, you asked about cigars. As far as cigars, there's a lot of people that would say, you know, hey, that's a bad thing. Hey, you're, you're doing this. Hey, you're doing that. But for the most part, for me, smoking cigars has brought me so many opportunities and have bring, has bring me to know so many wonderful and great people that I can't criticize and I can't talk it down. Now, if you're abusing it, that's a different story. You got to go to? You got you to go to? What's your favorite? My favorite would be a, a Davidoff Churchill. Oh, you're a Davidoff guy? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And then your bourbon is? My bourbon is Blanton's. All right. Blanton's bourbon. Yes, well, look, sir. man, I'm ready, I'm ready to close this out, but I'm going to say this. We're going to have you. Uh, you got to come back. Absolutely, man. Okay. I would love to come back. All right. Man. And I'd then, and then for my pleasure, I Zoom. I'm a Zoom guy, so we got to get you on Let's some Zoom. Zoom. Let's right? do a Zoom. And, Let's uh, show people how uh, right? I look. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, my thought is this. I'll close it out with this. I'll hand it off to E. But uh, the beauty of what I want to make sure we, we take away from all this, there are so many different colors to the world. You know what I mean? There's sure so many thing. different cultures. Absolutely. And, and sometimes we relegate each other to roles, right? Sometimes, now, from my, from my background... Sometimes it came in handy to, to kind of size somebody up right off the bat, right? You walked in, you saw them, and you had to make a quick yeah. assessment. You always had to understand, okay, this, that, and the other. Absolutely. And that's just the kind of world we live in, right? It's mm-hmm. not, sometimes it, I like to say it this way, on a micro level, on a macro level, but it's really about survival. In Chicago, we've had this thing but for a long time, and some people might not understand Chicago and the Chicagoland area, but Chicago is kind of a different beast. And so what you explained is something that I've always wanted to do on this show, uh, and so when we brought you on, you were talking about how, oh, hey, normally, you know, I kind of like to prep and stuff. And I told you, take it easy with us. We're just taking it easy with you. We just want to introduce you as you. You know, if you had stuff you wanted to talk about, that was great. But we want the people who, who you're hopefully going to, you know, let people know about to listen to the podcast. And maybe this is a side of you that they didn't get to know or maybe this is a side of you that sure. they knew. But now they know something else about you. Hopefully that's the thing. But the biggest thing that I want to promote on this show always is the beauty of being a human being and also, you know, taking some of the typecasts away from being Hispanic, being Latino, being, you know, sometimes we put each other in boxes, right? So for me, I'd be like, oh, well, he said he's this. Or you might look at me and be like, well, he said he's that. And so we we label each other a lot. And I'm not that kind of a guy. I don't I hate labels. It's not because I don't understand the world works a certain way. uh, Because we always judge each other that way. It has to be. And it'll be that way as far as I can see. But this is the beauty of the show. I want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, The show's not over. I just want you to understand that this is my last piece to say this is what this show is about. Is is introducing people, uh, everyday people. You don't have to be... Uh, rich and famous you could be rich and famous all those kinds of things we're hoping to bring those types of people on but to give people a different perspective on what life is and that's what you did the beauty of what i like what you're talking about is not only good spirit but it's about being a latino right latinx and all these other terms uh with with, with titles right and jesus we talk about jesus too on the show but what we what we're trying to do is make sure people understand we're all different but we're all beautiful and at the same time, sometimes we're all about the same stuff. So thanks. Uh, we'll have you back. Absolutely, man. Thank you. This guy, wait, hold on. The show's not over. This guy said Latinx. Don't say Latinx. 
unbelievable. And I've gone several episodes in telling him, and he's 45 going on 75, and it's not Latinx. And he continues to say Latinx. I got a question. Oh, oh, oh. question. What, what does Latinx mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I had to ask that. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's not huge. Let's it's made it. up. JP, who will be a guest soon, it's our buddy, and it's Silvio. Good buddy. Silvio's lifelong friend. Silvio took his sister to the prom. So, Whoa. JP will come on soon, and I'll tell him. Yes, JP, who's a black man. But at the same time, do not say Latinx. Okay, JP and Cito, Louis, we're not done. We still have five minutes left. And I have one for you. Yes. And I'm sorry, JP, I love you. But this is it. This is it, bro. And this has been bothering me for a long time. And I have to get your perspective along with Silvio, who wanted to dismiss because he wants another cigar. That's why he wanted to shut you guys off. Give him a cigar. Hey, give him a cigar. Hey, 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 Phenoms. Hey, Phenoms. He wanted to shut you guys off. But you know what? I'm here for you guys. So, this is the way it's going to go. Or this is the ending here. But we'll come back after these tunes to end the show. Square Phenomenal Epics, talking to Luisito Santiago, real estate extraordinaire, bath, bath refinishing bath extraordinary. Refinishing. And I have one question left. And I'm not going to give you the Phenomenal Epics question, which is term marriage. I'm not going to do that to Ooh. you because Gigi's sitting over there. Don't now, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you this. So, I have had a buddy... I thought who is, I thought he was, um, I thought he was one of my guys, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I like to think he's one of my guys, but truthfully, all right, I'm just going to bring it up. He has, he, so he's a, he's an older gentleman that had a kid during, in, 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 in June of 2020. But he's during coronavirus, and he's a guy, he's an older gentleman, like I said, 40, 45 plus years old, right? Salute. Yeah, he's an older. Salute. But he had a kid. He had a kid at that time. And he still hasn't told us who's, who we're part of a crew, right? We're part of like a collection of dudes. Eight, ten dudes uh, that have been knowing each other for about ten years. Oh no, 
20 years, sorry. And we've had this thread going and this kind of like shit talking thing going for about 15 years. And then um, he still hasn't said to us that he has a child. Now, my question is this. Is he still considered, should he, should he still be considered my guy when he hasn't said anything about a significant thing in his life? Well, um, have you guys seen the kid? No. Um, well... I would you wanna say know, You want to know how we found out? I'll tell you the story Yeah, yeah t- Tell me because I'm lost Okay, so The way we found out was Two of the guys in the crew Had like a play date With their kids That's kind of like the irony, right? Mm. So they had a play date With their kids And <clears throat> The one guy With his Significant other Said Oh So and so is doing this with their child. And then um, person one said, wait, he's got a child? And then person two was like, oh, fuck. Like that wasn't supposed to be aired out. But he said, yeah, he's got a child. So he's like, oh, wow. So then person one said, Ah, you know, a month or two Or when did they have the kid? Like in November, December And he said, no They've had it for six months Mm. Like, now The whole collection of the crew is thinking Wait a minute So, out of the eight, ten guys Four of them are in the same family, right? So they all knew But they knew, like, around the period of the kid was born But they didn't even find out Find out until like A month or two later After the kid was born But the other five Six guys ha- Still haven't been told st- To this day I'm talking to you about it And still haven't been told So Is that person Still A guy that we can Trust I would say Yes on the strength of this. And ladies, don't get me wrong here. Maybe, phenom ladies, don't get me wrong here. Maybe he wasn't sure if it was his. Here's the, here's the thing that, that, that to give a little more background. I think what happens is at the root of it, and I'm not talking for, you know, he can explain it, but I think at the root of it, right, uh, you got trust issues. You know what I mean? Like you talked about earlier with family and stuff. You got you got trust issues. And sometimes you bring people into your inner circle. Like if I had to say it to you this way, I think what E's main point is, is from what I've taken, we, we've had this conversation a couple of times. Do you have an inner circle? And you have an inner circle. How, how deep is it? Who do you bring in? How do you bring them in? How, what process do you say to yourself, Dan, this is my boy right here, you know, or this is my girl? Uh, you know, as life goes on, sometimes we feel like there's a bond, right? And so I think at the end of the day, what, what bothered Ian, what I like to make fun of the fact is that he felt that information should have come his way. 
Like he should have been, you know, brought in because they they get along. There's a text. He could have at least said to me, "Hey, man, check it out. I had a a baby." And so that kind of that kind of hits you. You know what I mean? Do you think you've ever, you know, looking at it that way? Do you think you would take it as a hit that they didn't tell you? I wouldn't. Right. For I didn't think. Simple, you, I didn't I mean fact, I wouldn't. For the simple fact is this. Maybe out of respect. Right. Of his girl Right me too I'm with you You know what I mean He he wasn't sure Right that's just what I chose Yeah. you know what It was No matter how tight our circle was Or how long the circle has been Right right it, It's technically None of you guys' business Right You know what I mean Boy or not You know what I mean Like out of respect of my girl And out of respect Of how I want you guys to Look at her you know, maybe this person means the world to me, and 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 I don't want you guys to look at her no other kind of way. If this kid end up not being mine, but I love her, right? You know what I mean? All right, so, but let, let me let, let me interject. I say that it would bring more respect to the mother because we're not all savages like Silvio over there. But would like, it, would it though? Wouldn't yes, you? we would respect we would respect the mother first, and then so you're you're saying your boy would know this. Yes, yes, he would like, know this. Yes, like in the Latino community, bro, we respect mothers one hundred percent. So, say for example, Silvio was with a woman that we knew to be trifling. Now his wife is fantastic. She's amazing. She's incredible. But let's just, you know, let's just do it in a PE squared way and say he was with a chick that was like, just, we didn't want her around us. Well, if Silvio said, look, I've been with her for 10 years, motherfuckers, and now she has my child. We're going to look at her like, oh, she's a mother and oh. That respect now is okay. We're giving the mom respect at the tolerable, very least. Tolerable. Yes, yes. But I just think that if this is a significant move in your life, I mean, and that same thread, bro, I announced when my dad passed away. And that same thread, my guy announced when he got divorced. On that same thread, Another one of our guys announced when his kid was born and when they had when when they were expecting. So overall, I mean, bro, I would take I would I would say to you, Louie, like to me, you walk on water, bro. But I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. That's you know what? That's debatable. But I would say this. Dude, six months, nigga? I mean, how about one month? Uh, one month, bro? I would take your approach. Six months? Six months, bro? But this kid could walk already. True. You know what I'm saying? I'm just True. saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I hear what you're saying. Honest to God. I hear what you're saying. And you know what? There's both There's there's both sides to the coin, though. You know what I mean? All right. Um, all right. All right. All right. Okay, Truth, truthfully, what I can say is this, you know, maybe the way you guys, because you said you guys kind of didn't really get along with her or didn't really feel her vibe or whatnot, maybe in the past, 
the relationship with 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 her and you guys wasn't up to his part. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and and he didn't feel confident enough to reveal that information. Okay. You know, and I and and to end it, I would say this. Look, forget all of that. We got to build our boys' confidence. All right. You know what I mean? All right. All right. All right. You guys, you, you guys been boy for 20, 20 plus years. Build this confidence and let them know, hey, listen, man, everything is good, bro. You can tell us anything. You know what right. I mean? No, no matter what the struggle is, we're all boys for a reason. All right. Cool. You know? Cool. All right. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Now, check this out. To end the show, we're going to do this. Louis, grab your phone. Silvio, grab your phone. And at the same time, while while Silvio tried to take a picture with his phone that was made in the early aughts, <laughs> so what we're gonna do is open up open up your your uh, internet, open up your internet, uh-huh. and go to your Yahoo, uh-huh. and then tell me what your Yahoo popped up on your phone. Tell me your thread. First pop? The first pop that came up on your Yahoo. What's your first what's the first story that came up? The three worst ways people will use their next stimulus check according to Sue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's going to argue with Sue anyways? All right, I got a 95-year-old woman who worked as a Nazi concentration camp secretary. Okay. And no. in my Yahoo, it said, Janis Atacutupo, that's the Greek freak, that's a Greek freak, quietly in her agree with LeBron James. Zero excitement for All-Star Game. What? There you go. That's what Yahoo does and the social dilemma. Guys, this is P Squared Phenomenal Epics. This is what we do. Tuesday and Wednesdays, we publish our shows. We want to thank Luisito Santiago for coming on. Thank you. And Silvio, the man, the myth, the legend, for doing his thing live. And thank you so much. It has been really good. Good having you guys. Thank you.